welcome to Streaming Unicorn Podcast, where queer folks bring you queer commentary and reviews of the latest movies available from online streaming services. I'm your host today, Alan, and as always, I'm here with your co-hosts, Brooke and Irene. This week, we'll be talking about and reviewing the movie I picked, Tallulah, available on Netflix. So guys, welcome back. Welcome, everybody. It's another episode of Streaming Unicorn Podcast. We're excited to have all our fans here. Uh, we've really been, I'm, I'm so surprised and delighted by the number of people who like the podcast. I, I see our numbers grow every week. Um, easily, we've got uh, 50 at least regular listeners. So we're really thrilled about that, and we're getting more all the yeah. time. So, so welcome to our fans. You know, we need one of the, like a special word for our fans. Like, I don't know what, like podcasters or... I don't know. Uni- uni- Unicornies. Cornies or... Unicasters. Unicasters. I was with some friends last week, and you know they were listening to the podcast, and were laughing along, and uh, they said they wanted to be cornies. Cornies. Posed the question. They wanted to be cornies. I, like I thought that. that was hilarious. <laughs> what do you guys think? Uh, I think the listeners should name themselves. What do you? What are fans of the show? What What should you be called? You guys should let us know. Let us know on Facebook, uh, on our blog. You can send email to comment at streaming unicorn podcast. Let us know what you want to be called. Yeah. Irene, what do you think? I think that this is a very good idea. I'm very excited. <laughs> and, <laughs> yes. Um, Cap- Commander Spock, is there anything else you'd like oh to say? Oh my gosh, Brooke is so awful to me. Like, That's fascinating. She, she catches me Fasc- off guard. Just fascinating because, question, Captain. Just because I'm not talking. <laughs> Set phasers like, to stunning. Your question... <laughs> Lord. Your question is illogical. Fans of the show shall be called fans. <laughs> What's wrong with that, Brooklyn? <laughs> I think that maybe they maybe they just want to be called fans. Well, if they do, they'll tell us that, I'm sure. Okay, good. So we'll be looking for your comments. <laughs> Indeed. Especially Irene. Yes. I'm sorry. I was just let's roll it back because Don't apologize, Irene. Just you be I, you. I was just thinking of cornies sound like carnies. And I don't know if people want to be called carnies. Listen to you. You're being so mean to Alan's friends. I'm they're, not. they're new listeners, guys. I'm really glad you're listening. Thanks for joining us. Oh, my gosh. Irene thinks you're carnies. <laughs> so, Brooke also, I'm a fan. Brooke also likes to twist my words. And I can't help it what word association happens in my brain. <laughs> Nobody can help that. You Nobody know, can help your brain. It's not It's not a logical um, road in here. <laughs> So, Alan, today we're talking about Tallulah. Yes, yes. I suppose I should give everybody the deets on this. Ooh. Irene's favorite part. My favorite part. It is. It is. <laughs> I don't think it is, but somehow that is... You just get so excited about it. When it's your turn to give deets, you're just like, wait, everybody, it's deet time. Ooh, ooh, I feel ooh, like deets. we need a little musical strike or something next time Irene gives the deets. Like, oh. deets. Oh, my gosh. We so need to do that. <laughs> yeah, we yes. do. Oh, my God. I don't think that I'm that excited about giving the deets. Look at that smile on your face I know, right just now. thinking about it. Just yeah. thinking about it, she's grinning, everybody. <laughs> I wish you guys could see this because she is excited. Mm-hmm. Tell me all about it, Alan. Deets! This movie is about a desperate housewife under the influence of... And she asks a young homeless teen searching <laughs> for like, her runaway yeah, boyfriend. I'm sorry. It sounded like you were going to say, under the influence of of the shadow government. 
it sounded like under the influence was going to go somewhere different. I was going to take it somewhere different. Oddly enough, my, my brain started going somewhere else with that. And I tried to reel myself back in. Mm-hmm. I feel very judged by both of you, but just listen to yourselves right now. Okay. We, we can. We've got ear, we've got headphones on. We are listening to ourselves. That's yes. the whole point. Oh my gosh. G- g- roll those deets. Roll, roll those beautiful, beautiful deets footage. footage. <laughs> this is why we're friends. That's true. <laughs> we don't even have to practice to say the same things at the same time. I think we could just, you know, in musicals, how it's ridiculous because everybody jumps out into the same dance at the same time. We could probably we, just pull that we off. We probably could. Hmm, I think that's Alan's bonus feature. Oh, breakout dance? No, do, just start a musical in your yeah, office. Yeah, that's, that's doable, I mean. <laughs> I will coordinate a bunch of people, and we'll just do some big crazy dance. They got the, the mustard, mustard out. out. They, they got, got the mustard, mustard out. That's from Buffy the musical, yeah. Oh, my God. I love Buffy. I'm just staring at both of them. Aww. Are you not a big Buffy fan? Not as big as you guys. I enjoyed it, but I was not like diehard. Oh my god! Fair enough. I liked Willow. (laughs) Willow, you idiot. (laughs) I'm a beautiful princess. No, it's not a princess. What was she? A beautiful witch? She was a... I know. What did she say? Oh. Sorceress? Um, I'm a beautiful woman. That's what it was. Something. She was a beautiful something. She was old. She's like old. And she was old grass. But she had beautiful <laughs> white, long, long white hair. She did. Like a goat. Um, I thought it looked like, like muddy a goat. gray hair. Well, like she'd been drugged goat. through the mud. She was a white haired goat. And then she turned into a lady and she had long. Are we going to need hair. another movie reference counter? Because we've. Ding! <laughs> ding. <laughs> so, Alan, we totally distracted you from the deeds. Well, I mean, it wasn't so you can, all that exciting. If you want to jump back into the influence you can yes please let's talk about so tell us give us the synopsis of this movie because this synopsis in particular i kind of loved it's just (laughs) such such a freaking train wreck (laughs) it really was like so the the desperate housewife basically opens the door and offers her child to be babysit to a homeless stranger that she's never met before right who whose boyfriend left her and so she's searching for him yeah and uh, that's kind of the setup for this movie. Right. Like, yeah. that's messed up. Also, no, never mind. Go on. Wait, what? I was going to say it was Juno with a baby. <laughs> <laughs> wow, back. It is Juno with, it's like Ellen Page's s- standard character mm-hmm. <laughs> with that's a baby. True. With a baby. Like, <laughs> she found the baby from Juno. And um, uh, Allison Jenny, uh, her standard character as well. <laughs> like, the motherly. Right, well, they, she was a they're little both more like, crazy. This one, emotionally sassy, rebellious, <sighs> self-confident, but hiding a lack of confidence. Women is their standard character. Well, yeah. Hmm, okay. I like Ellen Page in just about oh anything my God. she's in. Though she's Me too. amazing. She's my secret secret girl crush. Really, I don't think it's a secret. Well, not now. <laughs> I've just said it in the podcast. She's oh. outed. The secret's out, Ellen. So Ellen Page. If you'd ever, if you'd ever like to do an episode of Gaycation in Columbus, just let me know. I'll show you around. Oh my gosh, we would be besties. That would be awesome. I know. I feel like I could be besties with Ellen Page. 
I could get over my crush to be a bestie with her. Yeah, okay. Because I'm, I'm taken anyway, so it's not like... I was like, going to say, that's I more act, realistic. I mean... I wouldn't act on my crush. I would just secretly harbor it. Brooke told me that I had too many besties. Um, everybody, but, everybody you talk about is your bestie, and it makes me feel sad every time. These are really important people, okay? <laughs> so All the people she knows are really important no. people, Alice. You too can be a bestie. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you call, comment and comment at Unicorn Podcast? Or just send it directly to Irene at streamingunicornpodcast.com. <laughs> she probably won't see it. I don't think she's even got that set up on her phone yet. Do you? Oh my gosh, no. <laughs> just because you're right doesn't mean. Don't send it to that address then. She, someday she'll log in there and there's like 20 emails. She's like, I didn't know I was this popular. Like, oh, I'll have to organize a luncheon. <laughs> I may have to put a special post out on the site. Do you want to be Irene's bestie? <laughs> oh my god! It don't take much. No, <laughs> they're awful. They're awful. Don't steal her car. You're her bestie. <laughs> Brooke is moving down the list. <laughs> With every episode of this podcast, I move slightly lower. Slightly lower. Slightly lower on the list. And Alan just eyeballs us both. <laughs> I'm entertained. <laughs> Good. So, again, the deet interruption is strong. It is. It doesn't want to be fulfilled. <laughs> Tell us about the director, Alan. I'm really excited. Well. Deets. It's, it's Sean Heater. <laughs> Which, when I first looked at the name, it's spelled S-I-A-N, and I was like, it's Cyan, a lady. Sean, yeah, and then I went and looked it up and found out that it was a woman. Really? It's pronounced Sean? Sean. That's really interesting. Up, S-I-A-N. Yeah. Sean. So I had to go look that stuff up. And then um, it was released in July of 2016, and I found out that apparently in Russia, it's called Taninya. <laughs> Taninya. <laughs> it looks like Tanina. Tanina. <laughs> Would you like to try the Tanina? tanina? <laughs> the nectar of the gods. <laughs> if you're I, not a classic Star, Star Wars or Star, Star Trek, Trek fan, fan, you don't know what the hell I'm talking about there. Sorry. With I that just, little Clint Howard was the little crazy oh man gosh, with the crazy no. strange teeth and that little <laughs> yes. golden egg. And they went there. Would you like Tanya? <laughs> it was crazy. I, I feel like you need, to put a, you need to put a clip on the on Facebook or something. Of what? That scene. Ah, okay, yeah, we can do Spider-Man. that. That's, that'd be some good bonus footage. <laughs> <laughs> we'll put it up and be like, don't have a clue what this has to do with the show? Listen to our latest episode to yeah. find out. <laughs> That's some smart marketing right there. Would you like to watch Talula in Russian? Yeah. <laughs> oh, <my> gosh. <laughs> Tanina. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're having a good old time this I evening. I know. Irene hasn't even had a lot of caffeine. And we haven't had anything to drink. I haven't had any caffeine. Ding, ding, ding. Um, the last time that I had caffeine, I was like on 11 the whole show. So we brought it down and I'm oh my just... God. You were on 11. <laughs> if you guys missed the last episode, roll it back. <laughs> you got to listen to it. Irene was hot to try it in was, that episode there was a lot happening and i felt very emotional about a lot of things 
to the point where we were chanting Kalima. <laughs> she went for my heart. Maybe Brooke needed her heart ripped out of her chest. I don't know. <laughs> God. <laughs> so, starring in this are Ellen Page and uh, Allison Jane. Ellen was it plays the role of Tallulah, and Allison is um, what is her name? Margo. Yeah, Margo. 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 They, uh, I think they have really good chemistry together, and I'm I'm always glad to see them come together. Agreed. And as we said earlier, uh, Ellen Page is is playing her standard wearing flannel, saying pensive things character. <laughs> Except little, in this one, more. she needed a bath. Oh god! Oh, yes. man. The whole movie. It was like she was pig pen. I just I imagine <laughs> her walking across the room. There's a little cloud just floating around her. I know she opens the back of her van and it's like cloud. I know, except she's probably too greasy for there to be a cloud. It all just kind of would stick to her. <laughs> oh, gross. Like, Anybody want some lemonade? Can somebody help some me off this wall? <laughs> Ooh. I know, she was selling lemonade out of the back of her van and I was like, hell yeah. no. That lemonade has piss in it. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> I'm not buying that. You don't buy lemonade out of the back of a scrub van. No. <laughs> just some... Some crazy person like buy my lemonade. No, it's organic. That's piss aid. <laughs> that's piss aid. Yeah, it's real organic. It's, it's filtered, actually, through kidneys. This might be a good place to say your environment. <laughs> <laughs> it just won't die. <laughs> I wish that you could just take a picture of my face and put it. We can. <laughs> Online yeah. because we are. Hold on, hold that face, everybody. We're doing <laughs> bonus content right now. There it is, live. That's gonna be the featured image of this podcast when it hits our blog. Oh, look at everybody! <laughs> mm-hmm. I look a little too happy there. <laughs> I didn't convey the full feeling of ridiculousness. Your full uh, grump. Yes, I'm super grump. <laughs> You're super grumpy. <laughs> Why won't it die? Just let it die. It will never die. Urine firemen can't die. Oh, you, you know who what? will fight the fires with urine if the urine firemen die? <laughs> Apparently, Tallulah and her lemonade and her pee lemonade or her piss gross piss aid. That's so nasty. Maybe so she can make I some have piss to pops. Say, in this show, I was ooh. I'm sorry that piss pops. A you know, is that another one of those no. things that you think is a funny kind of piss? Like when you piss on your friends? I don't actually piss on my friends. Yeah, that's what you said in a podcast. It's it's just forever. Their, just their vehicles. Oh, if y'all missed it in a previous, is, in a previous no. podcast. Oh my God, Alan. Alan, Alan tore no. it out. Okay, just, there's, a lot mm. to t- there's a lot to unpack here. We're hardly even getting to the movie. <laughs> so in a previous podcast, if you guys missed it, Irene mentioned that piss can be funny like when you're in a pool and you swim by your friends and you piss on them. And me and Alan were like, that ain't funny. <laughs> I don't gross. actually do that. It's just funny to say. But <laughs> piss pops are... <laughs> okay. Go on. <laughs> but on the topic of piss pops... <laughs> I just, all I just imagine, remember those Rubbermaid things? Um, like from your childhood <laughs> that you put Kool-Aid in? Yeah. And it, it has got a little ring thing. That's yes. It had a stick with the holes in it. <laughs> well. What the hell is wrong with you? <laughs> what kind of story is about to come out of your damn mouth? All, Alan was talking about the lemonade. You it's were a good thing this the, is not a family the show. Pissipade, the Pissipade. And... Uh, <laughs> is that an event? Pissipade? Is the that pissipades? like... The Pissipades. The I misspoke. It's a piss parade. I misspoke. You're in fireman. It just flows down the street. (laughs) 
So what? Why piss pops? Like, where is this going? Because of the lemonade that you're talking about, and it just made me think of you made Kool Aid pops when you're a kid, but then you were talking about the piss aid. So then the piss aid turned into the piss pops, and right. That's and yeah. welcome to Irene's train of thought. <laughs> It's it makes, derailed once it again. It makes perfect sense. But doesn't it? <laughs> I love you, Irene. <laughs> Holy crap. So Alan mentioned you pissing in a car. Oh, my God. <laughs> Why did we? Hmm. How is this episode airing my dirty laundry? Because you literally piss pops, and it made Alan think of when you pissed in someone's car. Okay, you, know, you said you don't do that; it's all just practice, or right? Fun yeah. to say. Oh, it's just fun to say that you'd pee on your friends, and <laughs> except you have story, Alan. You know as well as everybody. Alan has known me since I was a nineteen-year-old stupid kid, and um, that was called a revenge pee. Alan <laughs> and my listeners. So if you want to be my bestie and you need to get revenge on somebody, I'm the one to call. Okay. I'm dying. Go ahead. <laughs> Tell people about your revenge pee. What All happened? Right. Well, we haven't even talked about the shit, the movie. This is like the best tangent. Oh my gosh. Okay. So what happened was I had this friend. Um, she was super duper D cute and I was funny. And so we were super hilarious when we went out to the bars and stuff. Uh, And then she would have a little bit too much to drink and flirt with the dudes that I was flirting with. And then they would be like paying attention to her. That happened enough times, (laughs) y'all, that I finally got pissed off about it. And she made some comment, whatevs. And um, I drove her car home because she was too drunk to drive. Um, She went inside. I, I peed in her front seat. <laughs> you said, wait, you said, hold on, I'll be in in a minute. Yes, I said, hold on, I'll be in in a minute. Uh, I peed in her front seat, and then I cracked the windows a little bit to make it look like maybe it rained. <laughs> Just to cover your crime. <laughs> yes. Um, your crime against friendship. And so, oh God, I'm, I'm a terrible person, y'all. It's such a terrible thing to do. I'm assuming this was one of your besties. Yes. Yes. See? <laughs> Okay, just so, so everybody knows. Think carefully before you comment. <laughs> she was, this, it was unacceptable what she did, y'all. It was unacceptable. So, um, it gets worse. Yeah, it does. Um, <laughs> it got real steamy in the car. Because it was hot. It was summer. Because it was, it was hot. Um, well, she had to go to work in the next morning. <laughs> And she comes back in the house and she was like, oh my God, it rained. And I sat in it and I'm, I got to get some towels. And so she sat in pea soaked towels all the way to work. And then 10 years, 10 years later, of course, I didn't say anything. I was like, oh, that sucks. It rained. It rained. <laughs> Sorry, I left her window open. <laughs> One ifs. Um, oh. And... Like 10 years later, we're talking about it, and she was apologizing for being a bad friend. And I was like, by the way, since we're confessing things, I totally peed in your car that time. And she was like, what? That's crazy. Like, it's. She thought it was funny. She did. She thought it was hilarious because she said, at one, she sold that car. And two. <laughs> With your DNA all over it. Probably. And she, but she said that um, when she turned on the heat <laughs> in the wintertime. So, she 
she wondered why it smelled like pee. Why, why does it smell like piss pops in here? That's Pro- basically, I wasn't drinking enough water back then. Ooh. Oh, God. I don't know why, but that's worse. Yes. That is worse. Oh, my. It's I like, hope, I hope like I don't get, pee. y'all, I hope I don't get fired from my job or some <laughs> weird shit from telling this stupid story from, from when I was a youth. kid. I mean, you can't, you can't be held accountable for that at this point. That's so, I just like damaging. It's like one or my, two years ago. I mean, that oh was a long time ago. Shut your face. <laughs> I was like. No, it was a long time like ago. Like 20 years ago? We won't say oh, how geez, long ago no. that was. Huh. It 20. can't be 20. I'm not that old. <laughs> I think it could be. Maybe 15 years. I'm not sure. Who knows? Meow. The statute of pissitation oh is renowned. The, the <laughs> <laughs> oh, I hope this makes me popular. <laughs> I don't know that it will. I think we're changing your name from Irene to Urine. <laughs> this is my life, y'all. <laughs> and apparently, this movie wasn't that good because we're talking about peace stories. I thought, man, are or we going to have enough content for a whole show on Tallulah? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> or in Spanish, it could be Urine. <laughs> Shut up. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, sh- that reminds oh. me of another story oh, for oh another time. Yeah. I don't know if I can handle more than one of your stories <laughs> in an episode. <coughs> we got to spread that I'm out. Woo. Thank you for sharing that, Irene. It's, mm. it's a little moment of Irene. So now I'm, I'm sure everybody's going to be lining up to oh, be your best friend. Yeah. Yep. Send, send those requests. <laughs> Add me on Facebook. So... We all watched a movie. <laughs> oh, to Lulers. Which surprisingly, but you know what? despite this conversation, had almost nothing to do with pee. <laughs> but I'm going to jump onto another thing. Piss pops. <laughs> Within the first 10 minutes, I was kind of shocked to see Ellen Page's boobs. Aren't you always shocked to see somebody's boobs, Ellen? Well, sometimes. But Why were you shocked? I don't know. She just seems so young. And she portrays these young, young in this, characters. In this movie? Yes. So, and it felt wrong. Even though you know. Right. Right. It just feels wrong. Right. I totally understand that. Yeah. It's like, ugh. It seems like really, um, what's the word? Pruient? 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 You guys know what I'm talking about. Perianal? Prudent? Perverse? I'm not certain. Pumpernickel? Pumpernickel pickle. Purine. Purile. Purine tablets. Here we go. Prurient. Purient. Prurient. Prurient. I, you know, I've never said that out loud. I've only read it. I don't even know. What's what the it definition? Means. Oh, it means having or encouraging an excessive interest in sexual matters. So instead uh, of it being like topical to the to the movie, to me it seemed very prurient. Yeah. <laughs> Can you use it in a sentence? Um Yeah, I can. Instead of being topical to the movie, seeing Ellen Page's boobs seemed very prurient. <laughs> um, can you tell me what the origin of the Shut word is? Up. <laughs> I can tell you you're a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> we were having a whole spelling bee and you didn't even know it. <laughs> Synonyms include salacious, licentious, voyeuristic. Lascivious, purient. That was all that was happening in the back of her vein. Lecherous is one of my favorite words. It's lecherous. It, it sounds like I, I'm a big fan of the way things sound, and 
kind of like plutonium. <laughs> right? Doesn't that sound good? Doesn't that feel good to hear plutonium? Same thing like lecherous. Sounds just like it means. You both, none of you. I'll give you lecherous. You guys aren't feeling me. Plutonium? Plutonium. I don't know. It just rolls out of the mouth like plutonium. No? No. It sounds like malarkey. (laughs) (laughs) Malarkey rolls off the tongue. I like malarkey too. (laughs) So anyway, to Alan's point, we can't stay on task tonight. I know. To Alan's point, it it did seem weird because she was so youthful and she plays all these young roles and it was weird. But we find out that she's basically living with her boyfriend in the back of her van, mm-hmm. just being homeless and free. Her boyfriend was want. cute. Yes, yeah, was she's really cute. cute. Oh, they were just <laughs> chilling out, hanging out together, and I was like, mm, "So, what's about to happen?" Well, then you found out. <clears throat> right, he ruined everything by saying he loved her, and she didn't say it back. She didn't. And I thought, is she gay? i really hope so but now she's now can't make this movie gay brooke well you could but (laughs) it's not and since i don't do that irene meow 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 boys in the trees (laughs) so (laughs) bitter to the end maybe y'all made me like go through this whole explanation on why it was not a gay movie and i don't appreciate it and it was you because were you realized wrong. you were wrong no i would <laughs> no i think we need to roll the tape back on alan agreeing with me i agreed on both <clears throat> sides i was playing switzerland in hmm. that episode you're moving down the list on my bestie <laughs> Moving down the bestie so, list. So boyfriend says, I love you. And she says, <laughs> Isn't that how I go sometimes she, she pretended to sleep. And I was like, really? Like right. you fell asleep in three seconds just then, right as he said, I love you? Mm. Then she had that weird dream where she was floating off into space. I know. And at the time, it, it was just weird. And she I wakes did. up, I think re- with a renewed sense of boyfriend. But and boyfriend's gone. And he was gone. She took been, off with her money. Abandoned, which is a central theme in this movie. Abandonment. Abandoned. I'm sure we'll talk about that several times, though. She was abandoned. Abandoned? Yeah, with her van. (laughs) That's all she was left with. Abandoned. (laughs) Wow. That was a good dad joke. Good job, Alan. Thank you. So what does she do? She tries to find him. She's like, I'm lost without him. I'm completely worthless without him. I'm without him. So she goes <laughs> to the only place she can think to go to try and find him, and that's where he used to live with his mother. Mm-hmm. Allison Janney. Allison. Which, she wouldn't really have in any of it. She was kind of like, stay the hell away from my door. I'm not buying anything. Right. How did you even get up here? Right, because she sneaks in past, I guess, hotel security slash doorman whatever slash creeper yeah that dude was creepy i, don't I think he's getting it from all the tenants <laughs> the way he's acting he's like mm, can i go up to your room no <laughs> you can't yeah so she gets up there though and she alice and jenny isn't ha- she didn't have any of it she's no. like i haven't talked to my son in a long time she didn't even believe that she was her or his girlfriend until she showed her the tattoo of his name right she said i got his freaking name tattooed on my hand she was like okay fine maybe you are (laughs) (laughs) but then she just closed the door in her face because she she wants money but yeah she's like even five dollars really oh my god close the door 
Next thing you know, Juno, I mean Tallulah. Tallulah. <laughs> she ends up in a hotel looking for uh, food. She's picking mm-hmm. up food off of the trays in the <gasps> in the hallways. Because, you know, that's what I'd do if I were hungry. I'd just walk through a hotel. You know, it's something that. I actually hadn't thought of. No, I thought it was clever. I thought it was I mean, clever, too. It's not hadn't been thrown out. It's not at a dumpster. You know, it's probably relatively fresh. Well, I think she's lucky because my ass would eat every damn bit of that expensive ass <laughs> hotel food. <laughs> Well, Alan was like, this part is unrealistic. <laughs> if you're going to pay right? for room service, you're going to eat that shit. Right. <laughs> I'm going to eat every last grape. Because <laughs> you know they like to adorn your plate with like fruit that they don't think you will eat, but it looks pretty. Right. And Alan's like sipping the non-dairy creamer. He's like, I paid for this shit. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Sweet and low sugar. I'm going to use both that shit. Oh, my God. <laughs> You probably stole the tiny salt shakers, too. Shh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. It's a secret. So one of the doors opens up, and it's uh, one of the other characters, uh, um, Carolyn, right? Yes. Yes. Uh, Alan calls her the desperate, desperate housewife. housewife. That's played by Tammy Blanchard. Mm. Ooh, she is not a likable character. No. no. She's clearly on something. I don't right. know what, but she's like floating. I mean, she's got like her double bra thing going on, walking around half naked. The Spanx. She's wearing a whole Spanx get up. Oh, is that what that was? Yeah. I guess trying to hold off all her the shit Spanx. together. Yeah. That's, it was her body holder. And her baby just running around naked. Mm hmm. Just running around free. Oh, is that a balcony outside? The baby's running out there towards it. Oh, I know. And even like this um, Tallulah, who clearly at this point very quickly we've established she's not a responsible right. <laughs> person who puts others first she's even like uh that baby's gonna fall off the balcony and the mom's like oh she has to learn sometime right i was like what oh my god like it just even made me she, uncomfortable this yeah, baby free spirit homeless person has enough sense to know that you shouldn't have a child doing these things right baby peed on the floor I don't know why I'm the one that's got to bring up the pee, but maybe Pete will <laughs> I know why. I know why. And, <laughs> they, <laughs> and the mom's like, uh, she needs to pee in the toilet like she's one years old. Irene was like, and it, or at least the upholstery. <laughs> or even the heating vent. Oh, my God. <laughs> that's a good idea, though. <laughs> throw some shrimpies in there and that's some throw girl. some shrimp in a heating vent that's, yeah that's some good revenge right there gross you are nasty um they'll get nasty smells and ants they were good maybe they deserved it Dang. why why am i smelling that just that describe describing that i assume it's your upper lip oh. <laughs> god i hope not dirty shrimpies and the heating vent. So this mom is terrible. She's just like, I don't want this baby. She goes into this. In, like, who is? I keep con- trying to call her Juno. Who is Tallulah to her? Like, she's like, first of all, she's like, are you a maid? And um, because she was caught, she was like, uh, yes. <laughs> right. And she's like, will you watch my baby? Huh? She's wanting her to watch the baby so she can go out. She's trying to get laid by this one dude, but she's married to some other dude. Mm-hmm. And she's floating around. She's annoyed at the baby. She definitely doesn't want anything to do with the baby. Yeah. And well, of course, Tallulah is ready to walk out, and all of a sudden right. it's like, oh, money. But she's like, oh, I'll pay you. I'm like, okay. And Tallulah's like, I'm going to take all of the loose change and dollar bills late. <laughs> laying around. <laughs> laying around everywhere. Sense. No big. And I thought then then you get a little montage with Tallulah and the baby, and I thought it was kind of sweet. 
I thought it was weird though that she took a bath with the baby, but I guess I know it's like well, that's a stranger's child. You're bathing with him, right? She's also thinking, um, I have to keep this baby contained. Sure. Well, she de- she's definitely not somebody who cares Would about social it. norms either. That's true. I thought it was funny because the ba- she was in the tub with the baby and she said, "Don't poop." <laughs> yes, <laughs> that's real. That is real. Like I have said that to my child at certain points in in his life. And while she's hanging with the baby, it's kind of sweet. But I felt anxious because I was like, "Oh God, this feels like impending doom." Because she's never taken care of a child before, and if right. anything went wrong, what would she do? Right. Right. This so. rich white woman ain't going to take the fall for it. It's true. I didn't even think she was going to come back, to be honest. At this point in the movie, I didn't. I figured she disappeared. Right. But no. But no. She, she shows back up. And the mom? She, yeah, yeah, she's yeah. all wasted. And even the like one of the hotel uh, concierge yeah, people like, walks her into her apartment and just kind of looks around like, I'm confused on what I should do. And Tulu just says, you can go. I'll take, take care, care of, of this. <sighs> and yeah, she comes in. She's like, he wouldn't have sex with me. Uh, and she passes out on the bed. Yeah. Right. What do you do at that point? You can't just leave. You can't just leave the baby with her. Right. Like, so Tallulah makes a tough choice there. She grabs the baby and she darts. Right. Because we find out later, like, Tallulah has been abandoned by her mom. And so I'm sure she was having strong feels going on there. Right. Yeah. I mean, she didn't end the movie early by calling Child Protective Services like she should have. Exactly. That's what I was going to say. Like, like, what would you do? Like, I mean, you, but you, you wouldn't want the baby to stay there in that bad situation. Right. But, but, but she's also in a hotel, a rich ass hotel. Right. So go, get some staff. Like, hey. Somebody take care of this baby. Somebody call the police. Uh-huh. <laughs> right. right. That's what she, she should have done. Right. She says she has a husband. Can you call him? Right. Somebody take care of this. But, but no. But being, she's definitely not that kind of person yeah, either. Being the yeah. free spirit that she is seizes the opportunity. And so she takes the baby over to Margot's house. And says, this is your son's baby. Mm. I need I, I like, need money. What is the thinking? Like, you can't maintain that for long. Right. Was she thinking, maybe she thought that the lady would just wake up and be like, oh, good. (laughs) First of all, I'd be like, let me see how that baby came out of your tiny body without any stretch marks. She wasn't examining her stretch marks. I'm just saying, as a mother, I'm like, who's already. As a mother, Irene would have her bend over and show her her hoo-ha. That does not look stretched out enough. I know that you've never been pregnant, but I'm talking to like you could just show it on your stomach or or whatever. Maybe she used like cocoa butter. This is this is Hollywood anyway. <laughs> By Hollywood standards, that character was way overweight. She oh gave gosh. birth out of her mouth. That's what's wrong with Hollywood, but I don't I don't even know where you guys are going with any of this. <laughs> on a magic carpet, right? <laughs> I guess. You don't know. I'm just saying, we have- this girl had come the day before, so wanted money. Where was the baby then? First off. Two, let me see some proof that this is your baby. Detective right. Irene. Well, I know that these things always trip you up, but they it's just it would take so much dialogue to explain all that that it'd be boring. So they cut all that out. And they're just like, people believe this. <laughs> But the movie was already kind of boring. Yeah, it was. It was. We, uh, Would you we, wanted it to have been more boring with more dialogue? I mean, throw in some. I was really bit, worried about some trying better to better writing. <laughs> that would be good. I was worried about trying to remember as we were doing the podcast, like what scene happened when, because it's like every scene is that scene where they were both talking at each other, not really to each other, 
And then there was the next scene where they were both talking in the same space, not really going anywhere. And <laughs> I'm like, ugh, this is all going to roll together in my head. I mean, I suppose there was a lot of, they were trying to develop the characters so that you could see how Tallulah was. Clearly the, mm-hmm. I'm just going to say what's on my mind. I don't give a shit what anybody thinks. I have lived my life the way I want to live it. Yeah, but I think you can do that without it being a snooze fest. Well, sure. And then you've got Margot, who's clearly, like, I don't know, neurotic. Damaged. Yeah, Margot's the boyfriend's mom that she was that she was right. staying with. Which, yeah, you find out later there's reasoning for why she is the way she is. But when you first meet her, you're just like, oh, she's like... She's a bitch. Antisocial. She's right. bitchy. You know, she doesn't want to be bothered by anybody. It turns out, though, that she is recently... Well, I guess in a year, within the last year, she's been divorced. This is like her husband was a, uh, uh, or separated, not divorced yet, separated. Mm, right. Her husband was uh, a professor at the university. So this is university housing. So nobody can know that he's not living there anymore. But he's not. You find out later that he's gay. And living with his lover. And really happy. Right. Like he's living his best life and her life has fallen apart. Right. And they have a really, really tr- nice place. Ooh, and hers do. is not nice that's and very he, true. He, uh, uh, he was pissing me off because he just, oh yeah, like had no sympathy for what she was going through. Totally. Let's talk about that. But though. we can get there. We'll get there later. I think though this is a good place to um, uh, pause for a minute. Oh my god! Did you just see that? Everybody listening to it just picked up their phone or whatever, and they shook it so it wake up so they can hit the fast forward button past our 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 break. I don't blame them. <laughs> It's shocking. Why do you always not blame them? Because I fast forward through the commercials if I can. But this isn't a real commercial. This is actually just a spread some podcast love. I, well. Damn, Irene. What? Damn. I'm, I'm just saying. I'm a fast forwarder. Well. Streaming Unicorn Podcast is sponsored by the best sponsor around, you. This podcast is a labor of love for us. And if you like what you hear and you want to give something back, all we ask is that you get involved. Send us your reviews, suggestions, and love to comments at streamingunicornpodcast.com. Check us out on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube for bonus content. And we link you to all those things through our website at streamingunicornpodcast.com. Most importantly, join the growing ranks of fans of the show. Simply spread the word about this podcast. Share it with your friends, and don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review us on Stitcher, TuneIn, and iTunes. This all helps us bring others into the fold of movie-loving queers. So thank you. Queels. <laughs> queers. Movie-loving queels. Queels. <laughs> I love it when you say that. <laughs> so one of the things we missed was my favorite, one of my favorite lines in the movie is Juno's doing, or, I mean, Juno. Jesus. I really, it'd be funny if I was doing that on purpose, but I'm not, so it's actually sad. <laughs> Tallulah's doing something crazy with the baby, and... And uh, Margo's like, were you raised by wolves? And she said, I wish. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's totally relatable. Yeah. That was almost use a dick, Brenda, from Juno. Right? Why? <laughs> 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 what? Sometimes I like to just look at Irene and see if she'll say anything else, and she doesn't. I don't. And we get these long pregnant pauses. Uh. <sighs> 
<laughs> I'm going to need those yeah, that pauses was de- not that to was be That was definitely pregnant. one of my favorite lines from Juno, though. Use a dig, Brenda. <laughs> that, and when she's complaining about who's peeing in her urine, not her urinal, in her urn. Urninal. Urninal. No, they're putting blue slushy in it. Oh, it was blue slushy. We've talked about pee tangent. We've talked about pee so much that I'm just going to assume everything is pee now. Mm, that's fair enough. At your, well, we're at your house, so I guess it is. Oh my oh. gosh! <laughs> well, it Damn. is does have like antibacterial quality, so I just wipe my counters down. Oh it. god! <sighs> my stomach literally <sighs> just leapt up and turned over. <laughs> that's <sighs> not that's not real, y'all. <sighs> Be my friend. That's disgusting. That's why the cat slides off when he jumps up there. He <laughs> <laughs> goes mew mew slide. <laughs> Sterile. <laughs> so this this the show this movie eventually we'll talk about this movie we're trying so hard to stay focused it's hard so it's a lot i mean it's basically a lot of montages of her trying to raise the baby not doing it well enough and margo constantly trying to correct her or educate her or show her what she right. should do because mm-hmm. margo's super involved suddenly because her turtle died and now she's been <laughs> abandoned by her turtle too that was sad. Her little snapping turtle that wouldn't eat food. Oh, no. She that a little tank was real dirty, though. I know. Maybe I he would have lived too. if you cleaned his cage. Oh, my god, she cared for it. I kept thinking to myself, I bet she's never changed that water. <laughs> I know. She's trying to make a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle. <laughs> turtle that thing was full of so. ooze. It turtle was. power. <laughs> turtle power. So one of my favorite scenes is she comes home and Juno has put newspapers all over the yes. living room because the, she's been living with her ex-husband's paintings on the wall and she doesn't like them but she feels like she can't change them and juno's like let's just paint over them and she loses her complete shit right she's like you can't just do this <laughs> she acts like a feral animal <laughs> i mean to the point where she's like yeah gathering up the newspaper yeah. and she's like trying to gather the the paint so it won't spill and of course what does she do spills, spills it all over the painting oh my god and then she's trying to scoop it up with her hands which was she really trying to scoop it up? Because it just looked like she was like having a field day playing with her well, hands. Well, I think at it. first she was trying to scoop it up, and then she was just like, oh, fuck it. And then what do you know? <sighs> Flail. It's just this beautiful moment where Bonding. she learns her opportunity to be creative and crazy and she, let go of what she thinks she should do. <laughs> she did. She turned on a dime in that very moment. She did. Maybe, maybe that's what it takes. Well, ultimately, through this whole thing up to this point, Margot can't deal with change. She can't deal with the change of her relationship. She can't deal with the change of she needs to live somewhere else. She feels abandoned by everybody in her life, even this turtle. And then all of a sudden Tallulah shows up and is nothing but like a whirlwind of change. And so she has to, I mean, I think that's that's the point of this is that's the moment where she changes. Well, I mean, she even tells her, like she never understood why Nico left, which is the boyfriend. And and of course, I now want to call her Brenda. <laughs> So Tallulah's telling her the reason why. You know, she never knew. She never had that conversation because apparently she was being overbearing and taking out her frustrations of her ex-husband. Right. You know, out on her son. And it drove him away. And when I think she heard that story from her, that opened her mind. I think that was like what made her turn. Yeah. And that's a real movie moment because in real life, she'd be like, that bastard. I'm not like that at all. Super (laughs) defensive. But in movies, they're like, oh, I've learned from this information. Thank you. Let's move forward. (laughs) Let's paint these paintings. Now, 
it's funny too, and I, I'm just want to bring this up. I noticed a couple of times there were things in the movie that were shot weird or like mistakes. I don't oh, know yeah. if anybody else caught them. There all was right. like, like what? Well, there was one part where the baby in like has a diaper on. That's all the baby has on, and she lays it down in the crib, and they pan away, and they pan back, and suddenly it has pajamas on. <laughs> you know that baby did not just jump up into <laughs> some pajamas and lay back down. That baby is like it got a future on the magic school bus. <laughs> It's an elf on the shelf. Just moving. <laughs> and then there's a part where it's drinking a sippy cup, and I think it's like white, and then the next second they turn around and it's blue. Oh, my God. It's like two different colored sippy cups. Right. Somebody. Whoever was in charge of continuity on that show <laughs> right. should be fired. <laughs> and just a lot of little placement things here and there. Like in one shot, something is here, and then the next shot, it's completely on the other side of the bathtub. Or... This was a Netflix movie. Uh, so I wonder if they just didn't have a continuity person. It sounds like oh, it. Maybe. I didn't. I usually notice those things, but I didn't notice that on this one. That's pretty funny. But one thing we haven't mentioned is how the actual mom of the baby reacted. She came home. She passed <laughs> oh, out. Yeah. She wakes up and she freaked out because I. And I don't think she remembers enough, anything. It, well, it wasn't. I don't think she freaked out because the the baby's gone and she's worried about the baby so much. I think no. she freaked out because she's going to be in she's trouble. She's going to be in trouble. <laughs> that yeah. Because she's not even supposed to be in that city. Her husband's going to know she is trying to cheat on him. She doesn't seem to much care for the baby. No. But she's got to pretend like she does because people will expect that out of her. Even the police, I think, that showed up don't like her. Did you feel that way the whole time, though? Because I almost felt it was like that when she was on the drugs. When she was coming off the drugs, I felt like she was her more real, her more real self. Um, I agree with you on that. Um, near the, near the end. Yeah, she um, seemed yeah. definitely to care she more. She definitely at some point took a turn, and I wasn't sure when that was. But it may have been related to her being on the drugs. You may be right there, because she definitely, like, at one point she sees them in the street, and she kind of freaks out. Right. And I was like, whoa, she's acting like a real mother. This is strange, because up to this point, she she would run the other way, I would think. So maybe it was related to the drugs. And then there's more... You know, banter back and forth between Margot and Tallulah. They're out in the park. Oh my God, constantly. And, of course, that's when Tallulah starts telling her about how she was abandoned. Basically, her mother paid somebody to take her. Sorry, Alan. I just yawned because this movie's so boring. <laughs> it was It was really. I was disappointed. I was so excited to see this. I was too because I was. I wanted to see it when I saw the previews back in the day. So. Yes. Yeah. I, I saw mean, it I love. I love these actresses. I saw it right. again. <laughs> you saw what? I watched it when it first came out, and then I was like, oh, "I gotta watch it again." <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know you had seen it. Oh. <sighs> she said, "Whoa, whoa, whoa, with me." <laughs> But I think, she, like, they were having a conversation, and it's it's more relevant at the end, but right now, they were talking about her dream, where she, like, feels like she's just going to float off the earth, because she's not t- attached to anything. Right. And, you know, she gets just scared enough at the end, as she's floating away to grab a branch to keep her grounded to the earth. And so, and Alice, then- Alice and Janney's kind of like, well... I don't think I'd grab hold. Right. I think I'd just float away. Because she had kind of given up. She'd given up, right. And again, it's all about the, the gravity idea is central to the movie. They show it. Like at the beginning, we talked about where uh, Tallulah, not Juno, <laughs> is uh, flying off and she grabs the van. Um, and we've mentioned it several times. The whole movie's about abandonment. Like 
Uh, Tallulah was abandoned by her mom. Uh, the boyfriend abandoned her. This child was abandoned by its mom while she was even present. Margo um, was abandoned by her husband. Margo was abandoned by her son. husband and her son. And so everybody's dealing with abandonment and change in this movie. Um, and I think the gravity is just another another one of those things. There's nothing keeping them grounded. There's mm-hmm. nothing keeping them around. There's no reason to stick around. And Which, sadly, Margo is even more willing to give up than Tallulah is. Yeah. And I think to some degree, Tallulah sees Margo as what she could turn into. And she doesn't want that to happen. And huh. the change that happens for everybody is what they need. The baby is the change that Tallulah needs. And she starts to care about somebody else and take care of something else, even though it started as this, it started as an impulsive thing, uh, impulsive moment to, to, of caring, but then turned into this opportunity for her to make some money. But then she really grew to love that baby and be, loved being responsible for it. And Margot needed Tallulah and the baby to yep. come into her life and shake things up and change things. Mm-hmm. Mom needed to lose the baby for her life to turn around. Yeah. That's true. It's, right. That's a good point, too. That's something I hadn't thought of. She needed to lose the baby to understand how much she really did want the baby. Right. Uh, so I think you could have done that in 30 minutes. Yeah, but then you can have had her blow up at her gay husband. Oh, yeah. Let's talk about that. At one point, they go to visit the gay husband. Oh, which you know there's going to be some drama. Oh, God. And that right. sucks because she is so sad and so torn up, and he is so happy. <laughs> like, right. Super happy. Like, he ain't hurting. No. They're like having this, like, a fantastic gay life together, ha- having brunch. Which I've got to say, Zachary Quinto playing a gay, gay character it wasn't working for me. It wasn't? No. Oh, Even like though it. he's actually gay in yeah, real life. I, like I know, but playing oh. extra gay wasn't working like, for me because he was, oh, well, that yeah. was so rude. And, oh, I see. It, it was just a little too pretentious for right. me. Right. Mm. Like he doesn't I mean, have to play gay. Right. He is right. gay. <laughs> right. But he was playing gay. Right. So I just. Ooh, yeah. I don't know. I get what you're saying. Some layers. I was there. just distracted, I think, by his. Layers. I think I was just distracted by his strong eyebrows. <laughs> he does have some strong eyebrows. It was serious. So, Dad. Save the cheerleader. Save the world. Ugh. Ding. I can't even talk about heroes. I'm, I'm, I'm still in pain from it. <sighs> I know. So much Season potential. Season one was so good. So much potential. Anywho. So, the dad is like taking it all in, and he's like, this is all bullshit. <laughs> right, you don't know shit about her. She could be lying. You have no proof. And the thing is, Dad is right, but he's such an mm-hmm. ass about he's it that no one cares. And of course, you know, she's all she knows of Tallulah is what she's experienced these last few weeks, or however long it's been. A right. week, a day. Right. Do they ever really say? I don't even know how long. Yeah, they they don't. It say. seems like a long seems time. Seems like a long time, but it's probably just like a day or two. Because at one point the cops said it's harder to find the baby after 72 hours, so it's been a couple days. At least, yeah. And Three of course, days. Yeah. You're like, why haven't they tracked this bitch down by now? I mean, it could have been a year watching the movie. <laughs> <laughs> Long fucking time happening. And Margot stands up to the oh, to yeah. the dad, and I have a feeling she hasn't really done that before. She's like, you hurt me, you cheated on me, all these things. Don't you talk about Delula? And she got so much emotion up out of her. I think it kind of, I think she needed that. Yes. It was a release for her. 
Right. I mean, I think we've all done that at some point, like set on something long enough, and then we went and vomited all over somebody. Get out right now. Metaphorically. Unless Irene has another story. I mean, that's a regular Saturday night. I mean, (laughs) what? (laughs) I'm just kidding. Y'all, I am not wild. (laughs) Right. We can tell. (laughs) So we all know what that feels like. So it was kind of good seeing her do that and seeing her kind of stop being so gray. Everything about her was gray up to this point. And then the mom sees them on the street. Yeah, the mom sees them on the street. And that actually felt tragic. Because up to this this point, I haven't liked her. Like she was running as fast as she could trying to get through the subway. Well, and the cab driver's trying to stop her for a fare. Like, hey, you need to pay for your fare. Bitch, my daughter's getting stolen. Right. I would push past that bitch. I don't think she was clear about that, though. She was just kind of randomly yelling things. Well, and she had been moment, such a bitch up to that point, too. the cab driver was like, I'm not missing out on this fare. Yeah, okay. I can see that. I don't know. But then Tallulah takes off. She's like, I ain't waiting for you, Margo. I'm taking off. Later, bitch. Down the subway. We got right. to go. I kind of feel like if at that point she gave the baby back, then she could have escaped and it would have been fine. Probably. Because she, the mom had just been crying in the street, and then mm-hmm. then Juno's hitting the road, right? But no, Mm-mm. and the the boyfriend she, actually she she takes her out to the water, and she sets the baby down on this pier and jumps in the water, and I was like, oh my god, what is happening? I know, I wasn't sure. This is not okay. What was happening? That baby's going. I, I kept expecting the baby to fall in behind her, like she was trying. It's almost like she's trying to kill herself. And I thought the baby was going to fall in behind her and she was going to change her mind. But turns out it was just her imagining things like the life of Walter Mitty. <laughs> right. <laughs> she might as well went skiing down the Dang. slope. <laughs> you know. Right. <sighs> but I think ultimately that was also one of those one of those things. She was at the point of, I don't know what to do. I'm in so much trouble. I kind of want to give up. But uh, she goes into the water where there is no gravity. Hmm. Or there's there's still gravity, of course, but you're also kind of weightless, and so it was her in her mind wanting to give up. This this dream interpretation brought to you by Brooke, <laughs> <laughs> and then the piranhas eat her. <laughs> you what? I didn't even realize that's what was happening. I actually thought she jumped in the water. Well, I, I did just, it first. I was like, what the hell? Until suddenly it cut, and she was just still sitting there on the pier, and I was like, oh, she's yeah. imagining again. Because that had happened earlier, okay. too. I just thought she got up out of the water. <laughs> oh, shit. She, she wasn't wet. <laughs> look back, and he's like, why is she dry? I, this I, movie's stupid. I think I did Ellen, look away. Her hair was greasy, not wet. Okay. Ew. Uh, I thought she had seaweed in it. It was just dirt. <laughs> Gross. But so yeah, they. I guess she feels the the child is sick. I didn't even know the child was sick. I, I thought know. she was just saying that. She said the child was sick, and that was the reason she was running. But then the child actually was sick. Like it was hard to keep up. Yeah, it was strange. And so they go to the hospital, and boyfriend is like, uh, "I'll just say I found her in a bush. Run. Here's your chance to run." So she does run, but then she comes back. Why did she come back? Why do you guys think she came back, Irene? Um, because that baby was her responsibility. And she couldn't leave the baby. She didn't want to abandon it like she was. Exactly. That's what I think, too. She learned responsibility and not abandoning things, even though it's not her baby. So the police and everybody shows up at the hospital. Of course. And at that point, did you guys feel sorry for the actual mom, like the the coked out starlet? (sighs) I, I did because 
that was like for me when she, when she says, you didn't even want the baby, did you? And she says, no, I really do. I felt like she had that moment. Granted, she was horrible. She mm-hmm. was a horrible person. Yeah. But I did feel sorry for her because she really was wanting her daughter back. Yeah, I think so. What, yeah. do, what do you think, Irene? No, I agree. Um, I think I felt, um, I did feel sorry for her. I think she was probably going through a whole lot. She didn't know how to take care of the baby and was overwhelmed and drugged out. But then, you know, that is her child. So ultimately, she uh, gets her back. Yeah. And I think she convinced Juno, or Juno. Now you got me doing it. <laughs> Tallulah. I think she convinced Tallulah because Tallulah wasn't going to give that baby back. But when no. she saw how sincere she was being, I think she was like, okay, well, here's your You're not going to abandon this baby right. so you can have the you baby You can back. redeem yourself Not that she had a now. choice, but she definitely, they didn't fight her for it. And then they handcuff her and walk her away. And then but, stupid shit happens. Like, Margo is like, I'll do whatever it takes to make sure you get out of jail. Really? Because she lied to you. She stole your money. She kidnapped a baby. You don't really know her for more than a week, but all of a sudden now she's like your own daughter. But she helped her. She bonded with her, mm-hmm. and she helped her break out of her shell. But now, I, I know like, it's a lot. Right. I feel I'd like finding feel that betrayed. out, you got to go to the therapist, because it's like, I felt like I grew so <laughs> yes. much, but it was all a fucking lie. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Everything I thought was true was not true. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like um, Tallulah was a child replacement for her because she, of her son leaving and she just has that, um, what is it, motherly, wants to take care of another person. Right, she nurture. gave her a purpose. Huh? She gave yeah, her, she a, purpose gave her a chance again. to nurture. Yeah. Because she didn't have a purpose at that point. She no, wasn't she didn't. tied to anything, no responsibility. Everybody left her. She was intentionally untied, I think, at that point. Right. So then um, Margot has her little dream where she floats off into the ether. And instead of just floating off like she said she would, she grabs a branch. So It's beautiful. Now she has a reason to stay on. She has a reason to hold on. Which brings us to our ratings. I'll go first. So for enjoyment, I gave it a two. It was just very slow, and I thought it had some nice points in it, and there was a little comedy, mostly delivered by Ellen Page and occasionally by Allison Janney. And as far as gay goes, I gave it a point because there were two gay characters in it that somewhat impacted the story in as much as it put her in her current situation, but that was about it. Yeah. What do you think, Brooke? So I feel similarly, um, I really wanted to like it. I love these actresses. I felt like the script wasn't very strong or very believable. Uh, I thought that uh, the ironies and the um, um, imagery, all that stuff was just way overdone. Uh, it was it drug a lot. Yeah. And I think what what life was in the movie was breathed into it by some pretty decent acting, but ultimately these are characters that we've seen all these actors play before too. Mm-hmm. So there's nothing really new here. I was surprised. I even at, my girlfriend asked me today cause she didn't watch it with me last night. So she was like, how'd you like Tallulah? And I was like, it was okay. And she said, really? Like she couldn't believe it. <laughs> I was surprised too, as I was sitting watching it, like really you get yeah. Ellen page and this is the best you can do. Let me give you guys just a picture right now. Instead of putting her hands on her hips, look, 
<laughs> what did I Brooke do? just put her hands on the side of her boobs. Like, <laughs> yes. <laughs> this is my favorite thing. Like in they're life. my little chicken wings. No, you were like, <laughs> that was. That's new. <laughs> it was comforting. I guess. I I'm sure grabbing boobs would be. Comforting. It is like. It's really sometimes you just, I'm grabbing them right now and everybody's looking at me weird. I'll grab my man boobs and there it you is go. comforting. There's just something real comforting about just holding on to those things. Hmm. Hmm. I'm I'm good. They really? Have, yeah. I wonder. Maybe it's because I don't know if other ladies feel that way. Maybe it's because I'm trans and I haven't had them that long, <laughs> so I feel really comforted by having them. Hmm. <laughs> I support you. <laughs> And so does her bra. I don't need your support. I've got this bra. <laughs> you're right. You're that, that bra is definitely an underwire. accentuating bra. So I'll flap my little chicken wings okay. as I give this okay. two and a half stars. Ah. Because I did like some of it. Like you said, there were some scenes. There was some really good stuff. Like one point, uh, Tallulah comes running into the uh, into the room and says, she's dead. And Margo's like, what? Or asleep. Dead or asleep. One of the two. <laughs> right. And I thought that was funny, and that is definitely part of motherhood, is thinking, oh my God, is this baby breathing? I'm not sure. They're, are they breathing <laughs> deeply enough to survive? I'm not sure. Yeah. And so I liked some of those things, but overall, it was slow, and I, I could pass on it. As far as pride flags, I'm going to give it to one, because Ellen Page is my, the cutest little gaby, and <laughs> two, because I, I did like that they showed... Um, how complicated it is like the husband figured out he was gay and went on and had his life and now is clearly a happy person who's completely fulfilled and being his true self a happy asshole though well yeah he was a little bit of an asshole wasn't he but he was right yeah he was right to be an asshole in that situation even though god i still don't like him for it what leaving her oh i'm like sorry the way i thought you meant her? i thought you meant the scene where he was calling out oh, to lula no no the way he we don't know how he left her though oh he cheated on her she said that mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah that was shitty that's not okay yeah and but anyway the point being like he's gone on to this happy life and but there was she had to deal with that in her own way and in her own style and that was hard for her and but that's okay. That's he should be happy and he should be doing what he what he needs to. He shouldn't have cheated on her because now he's a piece of shit. But <laughs> uh, that should happen, and and she does now have to deal with real things from it. And she was a was being damaged for a while until she found some new life and new purpose. And I kind of like that. I'm glad you brought too. that up because it was actually something I wanted to kind of discuss a little on the podcast. It's just not necessarily how it impacts. Like it for somebody who's married, yeah, has been in the closet through this marriage for a long period of time, right? Or not known it, or exactly not known not, it, not and then realized it. Yeah. it later, yeah, when it was too late, right, to save anybody's emotional feelings. How how I mean, like you you think about right and wrong, and it's like how do you write that? I mean how yeah. Right. You, that's a bad spot to be in because yeah, you know you need to do something for your own life and your own happiness and to make yourself uh, live, live a fulfilled and, and authentic life, but you also know it's going to hurt people. Right. Yeah. Hmm. And I know a lot of people don't want to hurt other people, Absolutely. especially somebody that you might have had a child with. Yeah. I mean, clearly you love somebody enough to have a child with them, but... Uh, 
just the complexity of that. It hurts my heart to think about anybody that has to go through that. Yeah. I mean, for me personally, I'm transgender. I didn't know that for a long time. And once I found that out about myself, I couldn't turn that off. I knew that that was real. And to be authentic, I would have to do this. Uh, But when you're trans, you can't just... um, secretly change or decide whose business it is it's everybody's business because everybody can see you right um and so you know that that's going to you i would say that i felt like it was going to hurt everybody (laughs) right um i was afraid of that but you know it's going to hurt somebody uh ultimately um some people it hurt for short periods of time some people it didn't hurt at all some people like my uh my siblings continue to not talk to me at all. I'm, I've been disowned. And that's just something I've had to accept because it's important to me that I live authentically. Mm-hmm. And so I can, I can definitely relate to that decision of um, making a decision that's definitely the right decision for you but is very complex and can affect other people. It's difficult to do. But I, I, on this side of it, I can say, do it. Like, even if it's... Wait, I, I'm speaking from a place of privilege there, too. Wow. Like, not everybody can do that. Um, so, um, if you're able to and you want to, <laughs> do it. Um, because the, my whole life changed. Being Living authentically has been worth, for sure, the difficulties that I've faced and that I continue to face as a trans woman in, in Trump's America. Uh so I guess maybe that's why I was so glad to have seen, even though he went about it the wrong way, and I wish he had done it differently, I was glad to have seen the dad be authentic. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I can see that. And I guess you just would have to be prepared for any and all consequences from making that choice. You do. I mean, you can't just not have one without the other. You're going to have to just embrace it. At some point, you have to say, I'm going to do this for me, and everybody else... It's going to have, or other people are going to have feelings, and they can have feelings, but they don't have to be my responsibility. That can be something that they have to deal with, and I have to be okay with however it is they deal with it, as long as this, you know, it's not affecting your uh, you know, personal health and safety. <laughs> right. You have to be okay with whatever it is they, they decide, how they decide to deal with it, because it's not yours to fix for them either. Right. You can be compassionate to a point. But ultimately, everyone has to deal with their own feelings their own way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's a tough, it's definitely a tough feeling. How did you feel about this movie, Irene? Um, boring. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> I thought that my favorite part is uh, listening to you guys kind of discuss um, this little, little sliver of the movie. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, I mean, it was extremely interesting. Yeah, Irene, um, you was a little lost in, in the back and forth. <laughs> Alan, you were like, oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm not just listening to the conversation. I'm in it. Yeah. Sorry. I'm back. <laughs> I was uh, I was just enraptured. Um, but this movie was, well, it was, it felt three years long. And... <laughs> I exaggerate a lot, you guys, but, um, uh, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and, and give it, you know, waiting to hear how many stars you're giving it feels three years long. You know what? I'm sorry. We can cut some of that out. You know, we're not going to though. 
Well, why are you let me him and ha for three years when I'm trying I to? I just give... like to hear you say him and ha. Okay, I give this movie. Is that what you've named your boobs? Him, him and, and ha. ha. I can see it in your mind. You, you're like, no, but I'd like it to be. Right. <laughs> well, that's why she went, him, huh? Him, huh, huh. Two stars. Two. Um, I love Ellen Page. I wanted it to be Ju- Juno number two. Juno with a baby. I wanted, <laughs> I wanted some more of that because I really like the chemistry between those two actresses. Um, but it just, it just wasn't. And... Um, I felt like some things were drawn out too much. Um, my version of this movie would have been like 30 minutes long. <laughs> also, Child Protective Services would have been called like way sooner. And um, I'm a mandated reporter being a social worker. There'd be no third act in your movie. <laughs> no. I would have fixed everything. Right. That's what I do. Um, and Pride Flags, well, I'll give it a one. There were some characters. so that's that's my review let me know if you want to be my bestie (laughs) (laughs) oh besties oh besties well folks that's going to bring our show to an end for this week Please review and rate this podcast, and if you like what you're hearing, which I hope you do, subscribe. Join us on our next episode when we'll be discussing what it's like to be young, self-conscious outcast, and some freaks, available on Netflix. As always, if you want to see us review a particular movie, feel free to send your suggestions to comment at streamingunicornpodcast.com. Streaming Unicorn Podcast is a production of Stealth Pickles Productions and is copyright 2017, all rights reserved. Partial logo design provided by Wink Images on freepick.com and theme music created by Brooke. Check out our website, streamingunicornpodcast.com. Like us on Facebook, follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube for bonus content. Until next time, this is Brooke Irene and Allen saying, Damn, Damn Brenda, Brenda, you're use a, a dick. dick. <laughs> it sounds like we said, Use a dick. Use a dick. <laughs> like, get a dick and use it. <laughs> That's what I actually thought she said in the original movie. Damn, I didn't Brenda, even... use a dick. It took Irene telling me, no, that's not what she meant. I was like, oh. Damn, Damn Brenda, Brenda, use, use a, a dick. bitch. That's all wrong, y'all. You're in there. You're in there. <laughs> <sighs> okay. This podcast is a labor of love for us, and if you like what Jesus Christ... If you like Jesus Christ, you'll that's love. A d- this isn't the podcast. That's a different podcast. Prurient. <laughs> to Lulard. Oh, I hope this makes me popular.